You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My friend, we're living through very exciting pickup truck times, but also sometimes frustrating times. Uh, I would say more frustrating than amazing, but I do understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and here's what I mean. On this episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast, we're going to discuss the latest United States sales numbers. Mm -hmm. I know it may sound boring at first, but actually I have some nuggets that I pulled out of that, okay. which is pretty important, both great news and some really bad news. Gotcha. And also, uh, I had a, we, we had, together we had a chance to interview three people, very important people in the industry, mm -hmm. one from Ram and two from one from Chevrolet and one GMC about their latest heavy duty trucks. Right. And that was during the 2022 Texas State Fair. We have a bunch of videos that are already out there featuring the fair and the trucks that were in it. But this is something else on top of that. Yes. And uh, we've done a Super Duty updated truck podcast before, so mm. we're not going to be focused on that truck. Right. We're focused on the latest news, which really has to do with the latest 2024 redesigned GMC Sierra Heavy Duty. And Nathan, you haven't seen this truck in person yet. I have. No, I haven't. Um, but I will say that the, the front end really doesn't look that different to me. I still like the way GMC designs their trucks over uh, what Chevrolet does. Even with the new Chevrolet with its updated front end, I still like the front end of the GMC a little bit better. So how about this? Uh, let's hit it because this is the most newsiest. Mm -hmm. uh, the GMC Sierra just dropped um, as we we're recording this episode. Um, and it, it received a similar facelift mm -hmm. to what the Silverado Heavy Duty uh, received, which we saw at the State Fair. Um, so they redesigned the front, uh, the front, the headlights, the grills, the front bumper. Uh, uh, so what do you think? Do you think it's an improvement where it was before or, or what? I don't notice as much of a difference. It's not as polarizing a difference as it was with the Chevrolet, right? Because the Chevrolet, you can immediately tell. This setup looks like there's a lot more bumper, a little less grill. That just, to me. Yeah. Um, the headlights do look a bit different. There is a slightly different hood design as well. So I can, you know, if you put them next to each other, it would definitely be something where I would go, oh, okay, I could see the difference. 
But as it sits right there, I don't really think it's that big of a difference. I always thought it was a good-looking truck, though, so perhaps it looks even better, maybe? Yeah. Uh, also hard to tell with this particular picture because this is showing a very dark grill. So if it was a chromed grill or something, yeah, that looks a little different. You can, If you look at the back, which he just brought up uh, that image, you can definitely see some differences with the tailgate design. And taillights specifically, The taillight yeah. design, and I think maybe even the fender design over the rear wheel. Is that different, the way they cut that? No, it's been that, like that before. With that but, line, it's just more pronounced, I guess. But the wheel design is new. I think maybe the wheels uh, are throwing okay. you off. Yeah, maybe because, they are. Because they do have new 20-inch, new 22-inch wheels on the heavy-duty truck. is ridiculous, yeah. Uh, and also, the new dually um, is also here. So, so we have a lot of those... Um, uh, news and also powertrain has changed because they did the same tweaks as they did in the Silverado. Oh, oh, oh! So, so, so the six-speed is no more. Right, ten-speed across the board. Exactly. So the gas V8 is still there, and they have upgraded the power levels on the diesel. Right. So, um, and I got a chance to speak with a Nate Berman, uh, who is one of the uh, engineering mm -hmm. members on the team for GMC. Um, so, how, what do you think? Should we go to that interview really briefly? Let's go to that interview and then we'll be right back. And now I'm in Michigan with another new truck, GM Heavy Duty. And this time it's the 2024 redesigned, updated Sierra GMC Heavy Duty truck. And it's shown here in the Denali package, dually 3500. And I have Nate Berman, uh, part of the engineering team on the truck, right? Yes, I am. Did I say your name correctly? Yep, Nate Bourbon, Program Engineering Manager for General Motors for Full Size Truck. Sweet. So this is my first opportunity to actually see the one-ton truck, the latest one, the updated 2024, mm -hmm. uh, with the new wheels, new mm -hmm. styling, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wanted to get another idea as far as, you know, what's changing underneath for the uh, new 2024 truck. So let's first talk about um, from a diesel aspect. Yeah. So we've um, updated our uh, turbocharger, added some, uh, or updated our cylinders, a new engineering control, and brought us uh, 470 horsepower and 975 torque. So that gives a great uh, experience for the customer on the low end speeds and low gears, which brings 25% better than what we're at today. So we bring more power to the floor. So the turbocharger is new, right? Mm -hmm. And it's updated. And I was reading, obviously I haven't driven it yet. Right. But um, it's supposed to help not just on acceleration, right? Mm -hmm. But also descending those big uh, mountains. That's true. Right? Yep. Well, when trailering, this gives that customer that good experience with trailering at the, right off the, off the, uh, the start, starting line. So. Sweet. And then the gas engine, of course, is still there. Yep, we have this, still the 6.6-liter .6 gas engine, but to improve that segment, we've now paired it with our 10-speed Allison transmission. So that improved our towing on our dually package by 4,000 um, pounds. That's conventional, right? Okay. Yep, and also it just gives that good 10-speed um, feel, drive quality, multiple shifting points, and so on. It's a great experience. I personally drove one a couple weeks ago on, on a ride trip, and I didn't realize it was the brand new 10-speed. It was just, it was amazing. All right, and let's talk about suspension a little bit more. Let's mm -hmm. look underneath in the back. Okay. Um, so, so you're saying you've updated the, you know, the 25 series. So one of the things we did with our max tow package on the 25 series is we wanted to get more towing in, in that space. So what we focused on was bringing our uh, <clears throat> suspension down from our upper level. And, and again, you wouldn't see this on the dually, but that's because it's more on the yeah. uh, single wheel. But our suspension down, our um, change of the axle, bringing the, a bigger axle down, and also um, um, suspension. 
So the maximum towing numbers so on the dually are still 36,000 pounds. Okay. So we didn't maintain that on the dually for us at 36,000. Um, what's out there today? So. All right. And then let's walk over there because there's the Denali Ultimate and we could talk a little bit more because mm -hmm. the biggest changes are, like you said, kind of in the mid range, right? 2500 mm -hmm. series, mm -hmm. uh, the, the towing numbers increased. Mm -hmm. Yep, so on the 2500 series, one of the things, we're now up to 22.5 is our max tow, but on the crew cab, we're at 21.9. So, which is best in class when I was checking. That's what I would. Yes, that's what we are best in class. <laughs> All right, I, I, I was I was keeping tabs. You keep it. I wanted to make sure because you know we we say we're best in class, but it's good you you verify our work. Okay, of course we've seen the new styling, yep. uh, but I have a whole another video where you know we talk about styling in more detail. Right. Uh, but this is Denali Ultimate, so Correct. it hasn't been around before. No, this is first ever trim of Denali Ultimate in the heavy duty segment. You know, we've talked, you know, you've talked about styling Invader Chrome, but one of the things I would do want to hit on with the new, the new headlamps, you, as you can see here, we are the first to have animation for walk up and walk away. And we can show that, obviously. Uh, we'll uh, be able to show some video, it on, yeah. and some videos, and also the, the turn signal swipe on the front and rear. Very, very cool. And of course, you know, the grills are still large and in charge. That's right. And the hood yeah, scoop is still functional. Yep, still functional there. hood scoop, you know, with the, our uh, wing in here for airflow and the big nice grill to give us as max airflow to you know provide to that customer for towing. All right, so let's take a look at the suspension because we briefly mentioned it already. So I see that additional spring. Is that the one at the top? Uh, I'd have to go back and verify which the 3500, but I believe so. Yes. Okay. So then I also see a red shock. So it's probably a Rancho suspension as well. Yep. And also the wheels, you changed the wheels design. Yes, we did. We brought in new wheels and, and we also provide 22 inch wheels now as an optional package. Sweet. So, and like you said, the crew cap 21.9. That's Conventional correct. towing, which is really important. Yes, it is uh, for those say, customers. I would say. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, dude. You're welcome. I cannot wait to drive these trucks because especially you know, the gas with the 10-speed and also the upgrade in the uh, power mm -hmm. on, on the diesel. So there you have it, dude. Um, still huge updates on the diesel. Yeah. Um, obviously, we haven't driven it yet, so we need to wait, wait and see. Uh, but uh, interior has also changed, as you can see in some of these Im Im images. I think that the interior game has really been on fire. I think it was led by Ram. And now other automakers are finally playing the game, including with their heavy-duty trucks, where they are making absolutely luxurious interiors. You might as well. I mean, you're buying a truck for seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars, right? So it might as well have an absolutely top-notch interior. And this comes out. I mean, it's not directly out of the fifteen hundred, but a lot of it is. Yeah, and there is one important difference that one of the designers told me about uh -huh. is that if you compare this heavy-duty Sierra interior to the uh, 1500 trucks, mm -hmm. the light-duty trucks, uh, the door cards are a little bit different. They're using the same materials, but I didn't know this, but the door line in the heavy-duty truck is a little bit lower mm. because the truck is overall so much taller. Right, you want so to be better wanna, sight lines. Yeah, better sight lines. So they kind of have to squish some of the design on the door, which is interesting, I think. Right, but the dash, the infotainment setup, uh, the center console, uh, I, I would say almost everything that I'm looking at here looks an awful lot like what I would see on the Denali 1500. So that's not a bad thing at all. And General Motors definitely is moving in the right direction. I still think Ram 
ha- is winning this, you know, in terms of luxurious, well put together, good looking interiors. But this looks fantastic. It really, I would not be embarrassed at all by presenting this. No, and also they have, of course, the latest Denali Ultimate package on right. the Sierra Heavy Duty. So they're, um, it's now a whole theme for them, right? Mm-hmm. They introduced it in the light duty trucks, they had Yukons uh, with this uh, type of trim, and now, of course, the heavy duty uh, trucks. Are they going to call it the Super Ultimate next, just so they can go to uh, another level? Ultimate X or something. <laughs> Ultimate X. Heavy well, duty, special. So they also teased, remember how Silverado guys teased the ZR2 heavy duty? Mm-hmm. Uh, these, uh, the Sierra guys also teased the 84X uh, off-road truck for GMC. It'd be very interesting to see what they come up with because what they maybe GM across the board might be able to do is, I don't know if they can unseat the Tremor and the Power Wagon and also the Rebel, the Rebel which heavy is now, duty. Yeah, and we have an interview about that right, as well. which we'll cover in just a sec. But I think that they can you know, get up there and go toe-to-toe with them at the very least. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, and you might be saying, so why do this, right? Um, it seems like they're making these trucks more luxurious, mm-hmm. you know, of course, better performing. Of course. Uh, but they're going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. But what GMC folks told me is that they're already selling a lot of Denali trucks, already selling a lot of 84 off-road packages. And their customer base... Um, just is loving it. And here's a little bit of proof. So I was looking at the uh, data, right? So third quarter of 2022 data just came in. And take a look at what's happening on the specifically GM heavy duty trucks. They're growing sales year to year by at least 52%. That's huge. Yes. Um, so partially this is because they're able to produce as many trucks as almost they need because Ford is struggling, you know, with some part tr- shortages, right? Um, some other people are struggling with those. Uh, but GMC Sierra Heavy Duty improved by 52.3% in third quarter over last year. And Chevy Silverado Heavy Duty sold over 51,000 trucks. And they improved by 57.7%. That is incredible. The numbers are impressive. They really are. Especially because we're, we're, just, we're still having supply issues. Yeah. We're still you know, backlogged from COVID and all these other things that have happened. And that's impressive that they're able to jump up like that. So they brought up you know, another factory kind of up to speed, Oshawa Assembly Plant in Ontario, mm-hmm. in Canada. So they're building heavy-duty trucks. And, of course, Flint Assembly Plant in Michigan is also building trucks. Right, of course. So um, I think it's just a matter right now. If you look at uh, dealer lots, they're still a little sparse, <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you can build trucks, if you can get trucks out there, people will buy them. People are desperate, and I agree with you. Okay, well, uh, should we move on? Yes. Before we go further, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. That's right. Because that's always huge. Thank you for your support. We have three comments or questions from you uh, coming up here. First, Julian Hall. Julian. Okay. That's the name. I I believe you. Um, So Julian wants us to talk a little bit more about the the new Ford Bronco. So I think uh, we'll let Roman and Tommy discuss this. Be, be, they're really the experts, you know. I mean, they they, they well, have they a do, lot more time. Yeah. Around. So and they have a little bit more experience with our Bronco that yeah. we've had in our fleet, um, and also it's kind of a little bit more car related. Okay. Not as much truck. So so Julian, thank you for your comment. Uh, we'll try to cover that on our car podcast. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Um, so stay tuned for that. We have another comment from Gary Sarat. Um, Gary says. The prices of many models are falling as we speak. So he's commenting about a little bit of a cool down 
in a lot of these, you know, high, high prices that we've seen this summer? Yeah, I, I think, I don't think it's a cool down with the manufacturers and the MSRP. I think it's a cool down with the dealers yeah. and the markups. I've, I've been hearing stories that some dealers are dropping their markups or not marking up as much. And that comes in via email to me often that, you know, hey, this dealership is no longer charging $5,000 over MSRP, which is great, but I, that's not a cool down in my mind. That is just dealerships making a decision because maybe they have a little tiny bit more inventory and they don't want to hurt their customers more. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, I mean, we've seen, you know, the used car prices, of course, were high. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's a little bit of settling there as well. I think so. So I think it's kind of good signs. Maybe the, the, the supply is finally beginning to I think it is fine. Yeah, it's slowly starting to get out there. Remember, you know, over a year ago, almost two years ago in some cases, some of these chip companies and some of these automakers said out loud, we're going to build new factories for these so we can up the volume on chips and that's enough time in terms of passing to where they might be able to actually have these factories up and running in some cases. Yeah, and uh, finally, we have a comment from Joe Pasqualini. So Joe says he just watched our video that we recently published, uh, Hammer Left Me Stranded. Mm. So um, I guess we need to kind of address this. Uh, it is an elephant it, in the room, isn't it? it? Um, it's a giant elephant. So um, we, let's start from the beginning. We've been working, of course, with the GMC team because we needed a loan vehicle to test. Mm -hmm. And that happened. Yep. That was about two weeks ago that we received the GMC Hummer EV truck right. uh, from the press fleet. Uh, this is where we get most of our vehicles for testing. But we also buy several vehicles a year, at least in the recent years, uh, for testing as well. For example, we had you know, the Ram Rebel. We the had the Ford Lightning. Tra Trail Boss we've had in the past, F-250. Mm -hmm. We've had several different vehicles. And we were finally able, with the help of one of you guys, one of our viewers, to actually purchase a Hummer. Almost at the same time as we had the other Hummer. So it's been very confusing. Right. They are two different Hummers. We, we, yeah. uh, we, the one we currently have now, the one that's part of this video, is the one we own. Yes. They're both all white because Edition 1 Hummers, the first ones, are all white. Same color, same options. The whole point of that is to look like the Apollo... Uh, uh, rockets that were white and that's you know and the moon, moon shot yeah. right that's our yeah so there's a whole theme to it yeah so uh we have several videos um so we've done a drag race video where mm -hmm. the hummer did really well yeah uh then we did the i gauntlet we got an off-road video we did some range testing so we haven't published all of those yet mm -hmm. um we did a second drag race with our hummer and then this issue came about uh we had some what appeared to be software issues, even though some faults were coming up on the screens. And um, Roman got into a situation where he couldn't, well, the Hummer wouldn't move and he couldn't get it into gear. This is in the middle of traffic. Uh, he, the, the vehicle threw up a, you know, a warning. A cone. So Roman stopped it. It was at the traffic light. Um, and then he decided to re, re, reboot it, basically, restart the Hummer. Right. But that may not have been the smartest decision. <laughs> Because the Hummer wouldn't kind of wake up no, again. No, he wasn't able to reset it, essentially. So eventually, the whole video we published, so you see what's happening. So Is that on truck or is that on that, That's on truck, right. TFL Truck Channel. So, so look for that. So yeah, so that was a bit unfortunate. We got in touch with, of course, our dealership, McCadden GMC um, Cadillac. They've been very helpful. Also GMC team, the PR team, Michael Farah and team 
have been really helpful uh, with us and working with us. They jumped on it. I would yeah, say that. Yeah, in, immediately. So, so we're very thankful. And it looks like the issue is basically resolved with some software update. Uh, this is basically what they did. We'll do another full, more detailed update on this. Uh, but we have big plans for this Hummer. Uh, we want to take it on some road trips. We want to do mo a lot more with it compared to other vehicles that are coming up. So we're, I'm really excited. Oh, by the way, so Jason, I was mentioning, you know, how we bought the Hummer. So uh, one of our viewers, Jason, um, he uh, had a reservation, but he no longer wanted it. Okay. So he said basically, hey, let's somehow, you know, purchase it together. And if you guys can promote the Dumb Friends League um, on the show as a charity, he's like, let's just do this. So we agreed, of course. Mm -hmm. This this win-win for everybody. And, uh, we, yeah. and the Dumb Friends League is a fantastic organization. It is uh, Denver uh, Dumb Friends. I don't think it's uh, nationwide. but It's uh, kind of a local. It's yeah. kind of local. Yeah. And it's for uh, pets, unwanted pets, adoptions. They are a no-kill shelter as far as I know. And they have, you know, we've used them before for some of the pets we have. So fantastic organization. Yeah. And so it was a huge win-win. So this is how we came about because we did not have our own reservation for a mm -hmm. Hummer. And of course, it's very, very um, strict. You know, you cannot transfer a reservation if it's not a family member, yada, right. yada, yada. Um, so uh, we kind of jointly purchased it, mm -hmm. basically. So, but TFL did pay for it. So that's how we got it. We got it at sticker price. Thank goodness. Right. So, um, and uh, it'll keep going. So I just wanted to get it out there because I know a lot of you have questions. So there it is. We should probably move on to our next um, interview, right? Yeah. So I think we should go to Ram because you know we, we know a lot of GM news is happening, but Ram just uh, recently announced uh, the Ram Heavy Duty Rebel. This is a very interesting truck. Yeah, and it also um, wasn't, it was a little bit confusing, you know, like where does it fit, right? Because yeah. a lot of people said, oh, is it just a power wagon with a diesel? No. No, it's is not. It, is it an off-road truck? How many power wagon parts does it share? Mm -hmm. Right, all these questions. So what we did uh, at the State Fair, we went to the top. Yep. yep. So we interviewed Mike Koval at, at Ram, who's the head of brand, North America. And uh, should we roll the interview now? Let's roll the interview. And right now, guys, I'm at the Ram booth here at the State Fair of Texas 2022 with this um, CEO, is that fair to say, that's, or the head of Ram brand? That's right. Mike Koval. Right. Good to see you. Mike, thanks for being with us again. Um, well, you have, you're introducing a brand new truck at the show. We are. We are. And actually, the, the story behind this truck, we've been working on it secretly for a couple of years now. Okay. And our fans, we know that the Power Wagon, which is still the king of the hill, the legendary capability that that truck possesses, but what our fans have been asking for for years is to put the Cummins diesel into the power wagon for a variety of technical reasons, which I won't bore you with in the moment. We have the power wagon light effectively. Yes. So here it is. So this is a power wagon with the diesel engine with a few differences. Yeah. So this is the 2023 Ram Heavy Duty Rebel. Rebel. Correct. So tell me about the Rebel before we show this truck, because it first generation came out 2015. in 2015. That's right. It became fairly popular is that fair to say it, it's very absolutely it's fair to say it was extraordinarily yeah. popular and it was what we found was it was not it was it became no longer taboo to have a vehicle like that as your everyday driver but for sure it was for those who wanted to get out and play in the dirt a little bit as well okay and then 2019 the the next generation of the 1500 came out uh, and now this the 23 
uh, heavy duty. So uh, let's take a step back. Uh, and basically, I see a lot of power wagon cues, right, on style. Yeah, I mean, you have that unmistakable, uh, aggressive styling that the power wagon is, is known for. But as you mentioned, when we brought the MC, when we had the MCA heavy duty in 19, we brought a lot of that interior design element into heavy duty truck. And you have to think, I mean, we revolutionized the pickup truck segment. These are no longer your grandfather pickup trucks. When you climb into that cabin, which we will in a minute, how comfortable, how quiet, the attention to detail. So all of that flows through, but you still have this unmistakably aggressive uh, power wagon look. You also bring in for the Rebel, you bring in this Mopar Sport Performance hood, which also adds to that look. Yeah, with a kind of an air, air intake in yep. there. Yeah. Gives it a really nice, really nice look. But obviously the, the black bumpers, everything that's really characteristic of that aggressive off-road styling. Well, let's talk about the stuff that hits the dirt <laughs> in the pavement, right? So the suspension, uh, you put Bilstein shocks, Yes, right? we did. And then special wheel and tire package. Yep, yep. so these are okay. aggressive, as you can see, aggressive 33-inch tires. Uh, now the Rebel comes with standard 20-inch tires with optional 18s. The okay. Power Wagon still maintains 17s, but uh, so this gives you just a little bit more appearance, but also still comes with that aggressive off-road tire and look. Okay, and then uh, of course, uh, the suspension, I mean, is a little different than the Power Wagon, right? It, uh, we just don't have the disconnecting sway bars. Okay. okay. So you don't have, one of the differences between the Rebel and the Power Wagon, you don't have the two inch lift, which comes with the Power Wagon, and the disconnecting sway bar. So uh, this still offers uh, a lot of on-road refinement, yeah. but still all of the off-road chops that you would expect from the Power Wagon family. Including the rear locker. The, it does have the stuff. rear locker, yes. Yeah, and of course I see this. This is an accessory, right? Uh, this actually or, all comes straight from the factory. Or part of the Rebel package. That's part of the Rebel package. Oh, sweet. Yes. So the, the rock rails. The rock rails. Here. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go around. Oh, mirror. Big news. <laughs> so we, we've emerged from the Stone Ages. Uh, it, it took about 20 years. But finally, new for 2023, uh, we have these incredible new uh, trailer tow mirrors, which uh, really now puts us at the front of the pack. And really, at some point in time, we all reach the physical limits of what these trucks can do. And by the way, the Rebel will offer almost 17,000 pounds of towing capability mm -hmm. and more than 3,000 pounds of payload capability. But we also want to be easy to tow with. Yeah. We want, the, we want the, our, our truck customers to have full confidence. This towing mirror just takes it to another level and I think really uh, adds to the, uh, the overall appeal of the truck. And, and these towing mirrors are going to be across the range, That's right? right? Not just Not the just, Rebel, no. of course. It's across the entire heavy-duty lineup for Ram, beginning okay. with the 2023 model And they're going to be year. folding, yep. uh, standing, That's right, power, all that stuff? Yep. Everything is power. Uh, you've got uh, uh, like this lit signature. Uh, just it, it's a lot more attractive and more functional than it's ever been. So uh, very, very proud of, of finally bringing that to market. So it's only 2500 series, right? Yes. So uh, when you get the comments, it's the standard output comments, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep, yep, correct. And, and uh, obviously, again, this is the, the really the big news in terms of what the Rebel is bringing to market. Okay. It's positioned between Laramie and Power Wagon in our lineup. Okay. But again, this is a Power Wagon. The, the bones of the Power Wagon are, are under this truck with the Cummins diesel engine. And of course, if it comes with the standard uh, 6.4 liter big gas, we call Yeah, that's, that's there as well. That's right. And then uh, the gas gets um, a winch, right? The, the, yes, the, the gas gets the winch. Uh, uh, the, you're right, correct. Because of the, the cooling elements that come with the diesel, we don't have the winch on it. But yes, if you go with the 6.4, uh, you can have the 12,000 pound worn winch. Okay. 
Well, let's take a look at the interior because you said it kind of is positioned all over the Laramie, right? Yes. So that means the interior is pretty nice and special it, too. It really is. And, and I think that um, one of the things that uh, our design and uh, you know the design team really brought to the marketplace, again, is redefining what a, the interior of a pickup truck can be. The first thing, when you step into our cabin, you see how, how comfortable and how quiet it is. The attention to detail, that segment disrupting, that's a Uconnect 5 system. So it's uh, four times more powerful uh, and has three times more memory than the previous generation. Uh, but look, we have front seat or back seats that do front seat things. They're heated, they're cooled, they recline. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a really incredible interior. Alrighty, so, so in the power wagon, of course, it's still there. Right. The I power wagon, yes, absolutely. And that's still the halo truck, okay. let's face it. I mean, that's, we all know what the, the power wagon is truly capable of doing. And uh, again, really, this, this idea, the, the spirit of this truck was born out of the feedback from our customers who love the power wagon, but also wanted that flexibility of, of having the diesel. And of course, this will deliver a really powerful torque. I mean, that power band really, you're, you're running about 850 foot-pounds of torque at, at 370 horsepower on the diesel. So yeah, totally. uh, this will get up and go. Yeah, and uh, we actually have a 2500 um, heavy-duty truck in our in our fleet yeah. at TFL Truck, and even with a standard tire, the road-going tire, it's already capable. And so, adding this tire, I think, actually really adds to that capability. Well, you know, again, the the, shot, the suspension is 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 masterful, and, and obviously, we still have the the segment exclusive uh, coil link uh, suspension with the Bilsteins, like you said. So you you have that on-road refinement, but still the ability to go off-road and have a lot of fun as well. And how come uh, some people have asked like 3500 uh, Rebel, uh, how come it's focused on the 25? Yeah, it, well, sometimes if you try to do too much, you, you don't do anything well. <laughs> okay. This is, this is all purposely built. Everything is focused on 2500 uh, Crew 4x4. And again, this, this derivative, the Rebel, is just is really born right out of that power wagon DNA. So it's really focused. It's, it's about staying focused. And it starts at around 67,000? Yes. And then the diesel will be more, obviously, right? The diesel will be, yeah, okay. so standard 67, and then okay. the diesel is a little bit more. And then the power wagon, there's still separation because the power wagon is around 70, so. And then um, it will go on sale this year, right? Yeah, in fact, you can order it now. We're just open for 2023, okay. and they will be available by the end of this year. So fourth quarter, we're saying, for deliveries. So a couple months away. No, we're or, here. Or, it's now. Yeah. It's now. But again, I can't tell you, this is something that, uh, again, we've been working on secretly for a couple of years, and we just felt that it was uh, the time to bring it to market, and sweet, we're, uh, we're excited. Can you give me a glimpse of what's happening later within the next few months? Yeah, uh, so this is, um, I, what an incredible time. We all know that the, this industry is changing, isn't it? And um, we believe at Ram that this is our time. So we have big heavy-duty truck news here at the fair. Mm -hmm. But once we get into November, just before LA, we're going to reveal the Ram 1500 battery electric concept truck. Okay. And then we're off to CES in Las Vegas in early January, which is where we'll see the truck for the first time in person. And then, and then we're off and running. The next six months will truly be transformative, not only in the industry, but specifically for our brand. Mm -hmm. This is our time. These next few months are going to be so exciting, and then we're off and running. Sweet. Well, I cannot wait to see that the new trucks. Uh, I'll see you over there. Thank you. Good so to I, see you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Now, there are a couple of things I want to say about the Ram Rebel Heavy Duty. Uh, first of all, for those of you who don't know, I am a huge freak for the Power Wagon. It's one of my favorite trucks. One of the reasons why is because it has all the tools necessary to make it go almost anywhere. With the exception of its overall size, it really is one of the most capable off-road vehicles out there that's produced. But 
this Ram Rebel might make a lot more sense for people who want a diesel engine who really don't need as much off-road capability but still want a good, fairly luxurious truck that's in a completely different zone, time zone, than the Ram Power Wagon. Why? Because the Power Wagon really is kind of scruff of the neck, I'm going to go off-roading and, and... Well, it's the Power Wagon is very focused on that, right? Exactly, exactly. So it has the Power Wagon, let's just review briefly, yeah. has front and rear lockers, yeah. disconnectable front sway bar. Yeah, 410s, front and rear. Yeah, uh, gearing. So it has a lot of really good articulation. Uh, but And it comes it, standard with a winch. Exactly. And a V8 Hemi. Mm -hmm. The so big you, Hemi V8. Yeah, 6.4 liter. But you cannot get a Power Wagon... Uh, still as a diesel from the factory. Correct, Amundo. So, so what Ram is doing um, is actually offering a new option, and it sits just below the power wagon, both in capability off-road and also um, starting prices if you look at the luxurious power wagons out there. Right, right. right. Um, and what it does bring, so it doesn't have the Rebel Heavy Duty, does not have a front locker, does not have a front disconnecting sway bar, has slightly different wheels and tires, mm -hmm. at least here, and you can get it with a diesel. But you can't get it with a winch. And I think part of the reason is actually the diesel's build, the way it's actually sitting in the vehicle, won't allow for a winch to be put in there. Yeah, and also all the cooling that has to come along with it, all the, you know. And it's a heavier engine, yeah. too. It's much heavier. So yeah. there are a lot of reasons why they don't do it. But a lot of people don't need all that. A lot of people want an off-road capable vehicle, but maybe one that's not quite as crazy capable as the power wagon. And that's where this comes in. So... My perspective on it is that it's, yeah, I, I saw a couple of you guys say this in the comments, Power Wagon Light. I kind of like that. And, yeah. But, I, but, it, but to be fair, it has the diesel, so way more torque. So maybe not so light. Yeah, so we'll, actually, we'll be driving it soon. So, Hell yeah. So hopefully we'll get a better you know, sense for it. But it does have way more towing and payload capability than the Power Wagon. Which is huge. The Power Wagon's yeah. numbers are, are kind of abysmal, to be honest with you. And that's because the suspension and everything else and all the beef underneath it really do lower its towing capacity and its payload capacity. So if you want, once again, almost all that off-road capability, but you really need to tow and you really need to haul, the Ram Rebel Heavy Duty is the way to go. That's at least from their perspective. Oh, and a huge, big change, massive change. Check out those mirrors. Yes, brand new mirrors. And even Mike, you know, really pointed to that. And he called the old mirrors like ancient or something. I was surprised. <laughs> they were, well, they're really old. Well, they were. Yeah, yes. I mean, they're older than our kids, right? <laughs> they're ancient. So, yeah, yeah, they're very, very old in that respect. So that video is out there as well. But, yeah, I hope you guys, based on what you just saw here, are as excited as I am about driving it. Yeah, so uh, definitely more options. I'm really happy. I'm not super happy that they didn't have a one-ton 3500 version of this heavy-duty Rebel. That would have been cool. So, well, we'll have to wait and see. If there's a lot of you guys who want that capability, maybe they will offer something. Similar. You want to bet they will? That's, I mean... I, well, Ford Super Duty Tremor can go up to a 350. I know, I yeah. know. And so we'll see. It really does depend on where the... If only a couple hundred people say, I want this... They're not going to do it. But if a couple thousand people say, I want this, then they'll do it, maybe. All right. So as we're switching gears again, I want to talk about a little bit more about sales data and specifically look at the full-size trucks mm -hmm. at first. Um, and mostly, you know, at the, at the top level, the news looks to be fairly positive. For example, Toyota Tundra is doing super well. The new truck grew sales by 42.8%. They sold 30,000 of them in the third quarter, so about 10,000 trucks a month, which is a good result. Um, the heavy-duty trucks are helping Chevy and GMC st stay up in the numbers, right? 
Uh, Ram truck is doing okay, lost only 3%. Um, and then Ford lost 2.8%. But if you look a little deeper, Ford, let me look at this. Ford went down 26.6% in September. That's a huge drop. That's a huge drop. And also, um, they sold about 46,000 F-Series in September. And that sounds like a big number, but not for Ford. Not for Ford. No, they, they uh, usually they're usually in the 60s or 70s. Say a lot higher. So. so what's happening? Well, there's a lot of like rumors flying around because there are images of a lot of Super Duties and other Ford trucks sitting in lots. Yeah. And I, I think it just has to do with component shortages at this point. So, but it's worrisome. I'm sure Ford is doing everything they can to resolve these issues. But if that continues for a couple more months, they're going to lose a lot of market share. They are. That will, of course, help Ram and General Motors, but that won't be very good for them. Also, Tundra is creeping up, too. Yeah. Now, I would say the worst performing by far amongst these is the uh, Nissan Titan. It's a real shame, but, I mean, that drop is... I mean, they, they sold... Oh, my God. 1,200 trucks in a quarter. That's horrible. 1,275. That's, that's... So, um, I think we should reach out to Nissan and learn a little bit more about this because these numbers are falling quicker than I think you and I expected. Yep. And I'm sure they can produce more Titans if they wanted to. I mean, they do have some capacity. This num- these numbers aren't sustainable, though. You can't yeah. keep, yeah. So dropping by nearly 75%, that's remarkably bad. Yeah, so um, as you guys know, we love Titan. Actually, I saw an owner of a Nissan Titan who watches our show at the mm-hmm. airport. He was very happy about his Titan. His only gripe was fuel efficiency. So the Titan, the big V8, yeah. uh, is great, except it does eat a little bit of fuel. That That is one of the issues, but it is still a perfectly good, all-around capable truck. It's a real shame to see it drop to this amount, especially Nissan needs to discount these trucks right away so they can at least improve their numbers before they're done because we're pretty sure that this marks you know the beginning of the end for the Titan. Yeah. We could be wrong, but it looks it looks bad. Yeah, how are they going to turn this around? No well, idea. Yeah. This is this is sad. Now, for those of you who are worried about Nissan, the good news is uh, I don't I don't have the exact numbers on me, but their Frontier is doing very well. I, I do actually. I pulled it up. Oh. Um, you know me in numbers, right? Yeah, look at so, that. So so the Nissan Frontier is doing well. They sold 13,187 trucks in the quarter. So way, 10 times more than a Titan. Yep. Um, and they're growing still, 13% growth. So Frontier is still pushing ahead. Right. Okay. Uh, we have another interview that we need to get to as well, right? Yeah. So I, I wanted, uh, we also spoke with Mike, uh, the marketing, one of the marketing directors at Chevrolet yeah. for, for trucks. Um, so I wanted to touch on that because I also want to talk about Chevy Colorado. But uh, Mike's interview was about the Silverado Heavy Duty. Right. So how about we roll that interview now? Welcome to a very special edition, bonus edition of TFL Talking Trucks podcast. I'm on location. I'm in Texas at the State Fair of Texas 2022, and I'm joined by Mike. I'm Mike McPhee. I'm the director of Chevy Trucks. Well, thanks, dude. And you're showing a brand new truck, fully redesigned 2024 Chevy Silverado Heavy Duty. And I want to learn as much as possible about this baby. Well, we think about three things when we think about the 2024 Silverado. So, commanding appearance. You look at the whole exterior, all new light package with the projector beams. We've got that great LED look. It's also got the approach light. And so when you're welcomed or when you leave your truck, a really great lighting animation that goes on. Uh, Of course, all new grill packages and a great revised front. 
and then an updated uh, air intake as well, which the looks The air great. intake looks a little bit larger uh, compared to the uh, previous truck. A little bit different, okay. and we've also got the great-looking Chevrolet uh, a nameplate there as and, well. And this truck right here, we're, uh, if you're watching this, uh, we're looking at the high country. This right? is our high country. It's our most crafted. It's our highest uh, level of, of execution, especially when we get into the interior. Uh, a lot of purposeful updates there. So while we're at the front of the truck, yeah, makes sense probably talk a little bit about powertrain. Yes, because the changes, big changes. Big changes yeah. here uh, for both gas and diesel. So if you're a gas owner, what we've uh, increased this year Allison 10-speed transmission. We've seen how hardworking that is on the Duramax. We're adding that to the 6.6 .6 gas, so 401 horsepower, 464 pound-feet of torque. Mm -hmm. What that's going to allow is for your gas owner, they're going to be able to get going easier. They're going to benefit from the grade braking, the engine braking provided by just having more gears and that feeling of being in control. Uh, the other great thing here is on the Duramax diesel. Hold, hold on a second. I think Big Tex wants to interrupt. Thank it you. is Big Tex. Thank you, Big Tex. But you changed something else on the gas models for 2024. You increased a little bit of the uh, towing capability. Yep. Tell me about that. Yeah, that's really been enabled through the Allison transmission. That just gave us more opportunity to have heavier loads behind us. And, uh, and we think that that's a really important enhancement for our gas buyers. Yeah, because people usually talk about those big numbers, you know, 36,000 pounds. But a lot of people don't need that much of a heavy duty. They want to stay kind of in the middle of it, right? You're 100% right. And the great thing about Allison is all of our customers, no matter what they're towing or hauling, are going to benefit from that 10-speed, especially when it's validated and tested to the Allison standards. All right, so now let's talk about diesel power, because we're looking at the diesel truck right here. Duramax diesel, some really notable upgrades this year, 470 horsepower uh, and 975 pound-foot of torque. We've been able to do that because the Allison is so robust, is so strong, uh, but we've done it through a number of enhancements. And, and really uh, importantly there is a turbocharger upgrade. We've done some things with the combustion chamber and the fuel uh, system as well, just in terms of injectors, but we've got a lot of really meaningful enhancements. Why it's important though, is when you put it to the ground through the Allison, we're able to put that torque to the ground that transmission can handle it, and that's what's going to set us apart. So we're excited about that, and I think we're going to see a lot of our customers absolutely love this powertrain package. Yeah, because, I mean, that's a sizable upgrade from what it was before. You know, 445 horsepower is the current rating right. in 910. So, but why not 1,000 pound-feet of torque, or 1,100, or 1,200? We, we can focus on a, a very specific RPM range to try and make a max number. What you end up getting into is, is torque management in some situations, but what we've done is a more purposeful enhancement. What that means is at the low end torque, we're actually getting going, getting out of that boat ramp, getting that big load going, 25% more torque, way down low in the rev range. That's what's going to allow our truck to get going, and uh, it's more important to us than hitting a, a little peak number uh, that very seldom uh, is actually experienced. And that diesel engine is just, there's one rating, right? So it's 2,500s and 3,500s basically get that. The way we look at it is all of our customers are going to benefit from our gas and Allison and our diesel and Allison transmission combo. Very, very cool. All right, so let's uh, look at the inside because that's also special. We'd love to do that. All right. All right, Mike. So first uh, look at the interior. It looks, well, actually, it reminds me of the 1500 series of Silverados. Yeah, we've taken a lot of customer feedback, what they've loved about light duty, and we've taken it and put it into the HD space. So you're going to get that big 13.4-inch display. Uh, that's the biggest in the HD segment. It's complemented by that 12.3 uh, driver information center, reconfigurable, and uh, gives you all that information right there. The heads-up display, our rear camera view, 
And one of the big reasons why this big screen is so important, you're gonna get the 14 camera views, all information available right there. And also, we've got Google built-in. And Google built-in's a great nav system, it's a great operating system, it's quick, has zero, uh, very little latency, and allows us to give uh, customers the best in terms of information and uh, connectivity. Yeah, and you've added a few technologies, like adaptive cruise with trailering, right? Two, two big enhancements that we've made this year that you're really gonna benefit from inside the truck, Transparent trailering, that's worked so well for box trailers, car haulers. We've now added that capability to fifth wheel and gooseneck. So that's a big enhancement for us to see virtually completely through the trailer. And the second one is adaptive cruise with trailering. Uh, so this is a system that takes into account the mass of the vehicle. So you're going to get increased drag when you're trailering. You're going to have increased braking distances. This system is able to calibrate and, uh, and adjust to make sure that trailing experience can be as smooth and as effortless as possible. And that's something that I know our customers are really going to appreciate. And I noticed on your light-duty trucks, you had the gross combined weight rating kind of alert system. Yes. Um, and now it's here as well. We've got this on the HD, so we've got the gross uh, combined weight rating. And really what that's making sure is that you're trailing as safely as possible, that you're in control. And uh, if you accidentally have a higher uh, rating, we're going to alert the driver just to make sure that they're aware of it. And again, safety being uh, paramount at all things Chevrolet. And this is a high country once again, so really nice materials. Um, and the newer interiors are LT and above, correct? They are. So we've got uh, two great interior propositions. We've got the affordable side, the work truck, the custom. Then you get into the LT space, and that's when you're going to see the whole new uh, interior. And of course, our most premium, our most crafted interior. This is high country right here in the night shift blue. What you're going to get is really authentic material. So you've got your true open pour wood, you've got your beautiful crafted leather, and you've got your real aluminum trim on the Bose Premium Audio. Very, very cool. Well, let's take a look at the back of the truck. Let's check it out. We keep going, of course, right? Right here, also, you have a 2024 Minute Edition truck, but this is also a high country. It is. So the very first time we've ever done this, we put the Midnight package on the high country. What you're going to see here, this one has the 22-inch available gloss black wheels. The first time we've done 22-inch wheels on our trucks for HD. And it's also going to benefit from that black chrome finishes. So you're going to see that on the belt molding. You're going to see that in the front grille. A really bold monochromatic appearance. It's one of the things our customers have been looking for. They love all things high country. They wanted an opportunity to get in that bold blacked out look and that's exactly what the Midnight Package is gonna deliver. We had some questions already. Uh, people are say, asking if there are multiple colors available for exterior, or is it all just black on black on black? Right now, we're black on black, yes. Okay, yeah. all right. So, yes, yeah, so, some questions. By the way, this is quite impressive, the 22-inch wheel. I mean, it looks quite impressive. The team's done a ton of work here to make sure this can be integrated really well. Still true to truck, still true to the haul-in and capability, but with a great appearance as well. We've got a really good solution there with the Goodyear tire. And while we're looking kind of at the rear suspension here, the rear end and the bed, uh, what about like the payload capabilities and the towing capabilities near the top end? So we've kept our 36,000 uh, pound max tow. We have introduced a max trailing package with the gas. That's really enabled through the Allison transmission. And then in terms of payload, uh, very similar for all the diesels for carryover. Um, and we know that right now, uh, for what our customers are looking for, we're meeting the needs that they've got uh, in terms of hauling and, and towing. Very, very cool. And of course, I want to also talk to you about your four-wheel drive capability. Uh, you've maintained your all-wheel drive transfer case, right? Yep. That's still here. And of course, you're showing this is a Territory AT tire, which is pretty capable. Yep, this is our Territory uh, MT. Uh, it's a great tire. Um, we really think it's going to be a tremendous blend of, of road noise, 
of, uh, of the size of the tire and then of course the wearability of it is important as well. And uh, everybody wants to know because you, in the press release, you guys teased the next heavy duty ZR2. So the ZR2 nameplate will be joining this. It is going to join us. So okay. we've had tremendous feedback. Colorado ZR2, everyone absolutely has fallen in love with that vehicle. We did it with ZR2 on Silverado Light Duty, introduced the ZR2 Bison just to elevate it even more. To have it complete the lineup with our heavy duty is going to be a game changer in the segment. Our customers are telling us they're looking for some more off-road capability. They're tra trailering and towing still, but they want to be able to take their HD off-road. Uh, back roads and that's exactly what we're going to be able to do with that. So truck. tell me all the spec in the ZR2. More to come, more okay. excitement okay. ahead. Okay, so if you're at the State Fair of Texas um, in person, you can see these trucks in person. Well, let's kind of move towards the front because I wanted to ask you about availability. You know, when are these trucks actually coming to market? Perfect, so we're going to see availability in the first half of next year uh, and we're going to be building them in two plants. So. We've been able to do a lot of great things this year, but it's really been enabled by having uh, our Michigan plant going, our Oshawa plant going. We've been able to see that increased production. What that's really enabled for us, number one fastest selling truck in the HD segment. So we're actually number one on HD sales this year. We're number one on light duty sales. We're the fastest growing in commercial sales. Uh, so we know that our plant's working hard and, uh, and customers are loving what we're gonna do and we're going to take it to the next level. Do you have pricing available yet for these new guys? Closer to uh, the start of production, okay. we'll have pricing out there okay. and I'm uh, really excited about that as well. That's very cool. And I forgot to ask you about the diesel engine while we're standing here. Uh, what was some of the technical aspects that enabled those power increases? The, the biggest one is the turbocharger. Okay. Uh, we've got our engineering team here that can help walk you through greater detail. Sure. But, uh, but that was the big, uh, the big one there. And the, and the injectors, did you play around with those? There's some uh, injector updates and some combustion updates to work on efficiency. And, uh, and that plays out in a number of ways, but of course in the horsepower and torque story. All right, well, thanks a lot. Uh, Andre, thank you. Yeah, well, I can't wait to drive this because I really want to try the gas engine with the 10-speed as well. Uh, and of course, the updated diesel. And the updated diesel, yeah. absolutely. All right, well, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time on the next episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast bonus edition. Well, sweet, as you saw there, similar updates to the Sierra, mm -hmm. of course. Um, and they're also pushing their upper trim levels, like the High Country and the High Country Midnight we saw there. Yeah, you could definitely see that. And, and the, the big difference for me between the Chevy, uh, the Chevy and the heavy-duty um, GMC is that you can really see the front end difference with the Chevy, right? The the, the different shaped super, headlights. Super distinct. It really, yeah. really stands out as, hey, something happened here. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to drive the vehicles. I'm looking forward to that. And it looks like they're on the right path. Yeah, well, both of them, of course, Chevrolet and GMC are imp improving their towing numbers for mm -hmm. the 2500 series trucks. Right. Like you just heard. They're, they're bumping those numbers by at least 2,000 pounds. Um, which is important, and they're grabbing some of those class-leading claims, which these truck manufacturers love, of course, because you can tell the new neighbor, my truck will tow more than your truck. Right, right. I, it's, we'll see where Chevrolet and GMC go with this, because their numbers are lower than Ram and Ford's, but I suspect that in terms of performance, they'll be on an equal footing. All right, let's talk about the, um, you were yeah. going to talk about the Colorado, right? Yeah, let's wrap up with midsize trucks because it's still a growing segment. It is indeed. It's, it's really huge. I know we've had a lot of heavy-duty news recently, mm -hmm. but I think midsizers uh, are doing quite well. Um, one thing I want to point out, Tacoma is still controlling this segment in the U.S. 
Um, they sold 67,224 trucks in the third quarter and still growing 9%. 9 That's impressive. This is such an old truck, too, and they just keep whipping them out and people keep buying them. Yeah, and so they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're not in a hurry to they unveil, really could, yeah. unveil the new one. They could wait another year if they wanted to. Um, so we think the 2024 model year will be the next Tacoma year, but we'll have to wait and see. Of course. Um, GM combined, actually, look at what's happening. So the Colorado is rebounding. Uh, they've had some tough months, especially last year as well and earlier this year. But they are growing by 92.2%. Um, this is the old Colorado still. Not yeah, the new one. That's right. I mean, they're, they're, people are still buying them up. And it may have to do with the fact that, you know, they're going to change the truck. The Colorado that's about to come out, uh, a majority of the components have been altered. It's all new powertrains. Uh, the diesel is gone. The diesel is gone. The frame is essentially the same, but they stretched the wheelbase. It's just one bed size. It's just one cab size. You know, there's all these things that are going on with it to make it a unique truck. The older version, there were a lot more uh, selections. Yeah, so there's a crew cab, longer bed in the mm -hmm. older version that's currently available. Uh, like you said, there's a shorter cab, longer bed, right? Um, diesel engine, of course, V6 was available. Right. So all that stuff is going away in favor of the 2.7 turbo. And we just did a video from the State Fair that we published as well, where we uh, explored all of those new uh, truck options. Uh, we certainly did. Um, so... Uh, so the Canyon is also growing pretty good. So GM trucks, look at this. They're, they're still in second place combined when you combine Chevy and GMC. But they're still about half of where Toyota is with the Tacoma. I agree. And then you look at Ford and Jeep, and they're dropping. Yes. So the Jeep Gladiator fell a little bit. Not by much, by 5%. Uh, Frontier, like we mentioned, already doing great. Look at the Ridgeline, dude. It's flying. The Ridgeline. And, and rightfully so. I think it's a really good vehicle. So the Ridgeline uh, grew by 92%, and they passed Ford Ranger in the charts. Wow. Ford Ranger is now selling fewer trucks than the Ridgeline. I think there's a reason behind this, though, and that simply is that Ford has already made it very clear that they will be replacing the Ranger with a new Ranger, and nobody wants the last models of this truck, right? And they're also focused on the Bronco production, right? And mm -hmm. really, really going after that. Yes, indeed. Remember, they are built on the same line. So, so that's the latest news as far as uh, uh, midsize segment is concerned. Uh, we didn't mention the Maverick and the Santa Cruz. They're, they're still doing quite well. Yeah, but they don't technically compete with the midsize trucks. Right, so that's a kind of a separate story. Right. So there is a little bit of worry, like... First of all, the F-Series decline is a worry to me mm -hmm. recently. The Titan is a huge worry. So, um, but a lot of heavy-duty news as you just saw. That's right. So in the near future, we're going to be bringing you more news on these trucks. Obviously, updated sales numbers and some interesting behind-the-scenes videos that you may not have expected. Yes, um, and of course, the Hummer, our Hummer story, the electric truck story will continue. We'll be doing more videos with those. Should we call it a saga? Saga, yes. Uh, that will continue. Also, SEMA is coming up, right? Mm -hmm. Just around the corner. You have some big projects on the car channel yep. happening, uh, cross-country trip. And also, Los Angeles Auto Show, the mobility show, is happening as well. So over the course of the next six weeks, you guys are going to hear more and more about SEMA and Los Angeles. There should be some really cool debuts at both. We're going to be covering both of those shows. And then, yes, on top of that, we are doing a cross-country trip with an electric vehicle. Uh, it sort of offsets what we already did with the Northern Lightning Project when we went up to Prudhoe Bay, Alaska. So 
Very different type of video, very different type of vehicle. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, so a lot of fun stuff coming up. OLTFL.com is where you'll find everything automotive, one-stop shop. And thanks for joining us once again. Have a great week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.